Welcome back to another episode of Heart and Soul. And today we're going to share about inner child. You know, when I was starting my spiritual journey 15 years ago, I lacked joy. And I wanted to reconnect with joy. And there was that phrase, yeah, let your inner child out to play. And I tried so hard to let my inner child out to play. And the more you push, the less it works. And inner child is such a gorgeous place and energy. But you have to sort of reconnect with that inner child to heal all that fractions that you sort of split off from, allow them back in. So you can truly connect to your inner child and see the world through wondrous loving eyes again. What is your take on inner child, Janet? Exactly that. I think for me, having grown up, my childhood was spent in Northern Ireland in the midst of the Troubles. And it's only now later in life I realised that there was trauma involved with that. Um, yes, I did witness a bomb explosion. There was constant fear. And as a child, I was very much aware of that. But that was our normal I mean, it wasn't that we didn't have happy times. Of course, we did as well. But I think because of this being a sensitive child, I very much um, had to close down quite a lot. And that fear and anxiety stayed with me for a long, long time. And if there was a loud bang, for example, or something, I would be in pieces. I would be like so just distraught. And then... I've been through, yeah, like you, my spiritual journey, my healing journey. And it's only sort of in the more recent years where this has come back up again. And I felt that I've needed to work on it. And you're absolutely right. It is like you're fractured, that you're broken, you're divided. And it's creating that wholeness, nurturing yourself to get to that point of making yourself whole. And I love some of the the tools that you can do for inner child as you say is allowing your child that sort of sense of freedom but I think first I had to kind of nurture and hold my inner child to protect them so that they no longer had that sense of fear and that was a big healing step for me was like being the parent to my inner child and creating that safe safe space and that was that was very important yeah definitely it's sort of nurturing your inner child having that compassion and sort of like looking from the outside to that experience back when and and going and hugging your inner child, loving it, sitting with it, listen to it, um, and nurturing it, and maybe even showing her how far you've come and yeah. integrating her back into your heart. And that's for me is so much about self-love to loving all that parts, all that 
experiences and yeah recollecting reconnecting and healing i mean healing or accepting embracing that experience because it made us the person we are today but being able to let go and see it more from a neutral point and you're right we are then the nurturing mother to our own inner child we have that understanding that compassion that just love you know for that part of ourselves and bring it back home so we feel more complete and yeah absolutely and i think that what's important for for to get to that point to be able to do that self-love you have to the adult part of you has to go on through that journey of self-love and bring back compassion to yourself as an adult and then you can channel that back down and heal that inner the inner child the childhood wounds because you know it doesn't have to be like you grew up sort of in the environment like I grew up it can be for a child whatever happens that causes them trauma or to feel like that to not feel safe um, and there can be a whole range of things that happen in childhood that really do stay with us. And that trauma, until we heal that, we're carrying it around. And until you release it, it's a heavy burden. It is. It's also that people please her within us. You know, as a child, we then adapted to pleasing our parents in order to be loved or feeling safe or all those kind of things we were lacking or adapting yeah. in our childhood. For me, the biggest thing was I wasn't even two years old and then my sister's identical twins were born. And I sort of... That's sort of when my childhood sort of abruptly stopped because I had to help my mom mm. looking after two little babies. And of course, I know she's been overwhelmed and I can only imagine having twins, what it feels like. But as a little child to then being a mother to my younger sister, that was quite, yeah, challenging and reconnecting to that beautiful two-year-old you know uh, that is nurturing and loving and uh, yeah allowing her to have that space of of grief for the childhood she couldn't have in the way she probably wanted and it's yeah, it's part of our journey and reconnecting and embracing all of us, embracing that scared little child, embracing that nurturing, overgiving, beautiful soul. And that makes us whole again. And once I reconnected with that inner child, and I mean, it doesn't stop as a child, you know, it, there were parts of my teenage years when I had a hard time fitting in, when I felt lost and 
like no one likes me and I'm not likable. And then, of course, the 24-year-old when my father suddenly died. You know, it's all those parts. Those are still inner children, you know, that needed that nurturing, that compassion and, and brought back home. Absolutely. I mean, I totally agree with you. And I mean, having sort of done timeline therapy, which is associated with NLP, where you take someone back to a period on their timeline, it's always an interesting thing to do. Although you have to really be very careful that you don't just bring somebody straight back into the truth. So they relive that trauma. You have to deal with it in a way that you're keeping them almost on side watching what's going on and as part of that if it is in childhood then encouraging them to like create that bond of who they are now and the child to say it's okay you know what I'm here for you I've got you you're safe now you're loved I mean exactly that because there are children who don't feel loved um and that that is also can create like a trauma that they carry through into adulthood. There's so many things that can happen in your early childhood that definitely impact you as an adult. And once you start to recognize that and start that healing journey, it starts to actually heal you as an adult too. So it's sort of a two-way process, isn't it? That's you know, as you're doing the work as an adult, which many of us start when we're older, when we realize, oh, we need to do something about this. And then also include that healing for that child, childhood wounds for the, the inner child is very important as part of the process. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, that timeline thing. And I love that work and holding my clients in a safe space. And yes, they're sort of like an outside observer, just noticing and seeing a child there. And you come as the adult and helping and nurturing them and giving them what they needed back back then. And it's it's beautiful work. And so in a way reassuring and and it it definitely starts here and now you know whatever parts we're missing whatever parts we can reconnect and and yeah and you're right it can only be done when we truly accept and love ourselves so we can nurture others and then nurture our inner child and have that compassion for what it went through you know yeah I mean I don't know about you but when when I was doing this I mean meditations both of us are very very fond of meditations I did a lovely meditation heal your inner child and it was a beautiful um setting like in a beautiful garden and sitting on it on a chair just you know use the adult and use the inner child and sharing that space and yeah it was it was a beautiful moment actually and I, I do remember it very very vividly and 
it was kind of nice to sort of feel like because my my parents they weren't they weren't parents that give you a hug and told you that you were loved they just weren't those sort of parents I think in in Northern Ireland you, you were just brought up tough love um so for me in my healing what was important is that my inner child I was able to hug her and tell her I loved her and that she was loved and is loved um and that was that was very important and as well about being safe yeah because I think sort of the fear factor was a big big issue of course of course I mean I can I can't even imagine you know uh growing up in 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 this kind of surrounding and yeah it's that safety that nurturing that compassion for self and this is so important and i think once you sort of reconnect with your inner child you can then reconnect with the joy of childhood and and the yeah let your inner child out to play and also your adult self you know for me it helped having my own children or even when my nieces were younger and and I experienced it just to be for example with my oldest son you know be out in nature and then observing the bee going to a flower and just that mesmerizing eyes or just before Christmas you know when when the kids came and saw the Christmas tree and the presents and that that sparkle in their eyes and that sort of also you know sort of taking it all in helps us to connect to our inner child and feeling that joy and being in the moment and and uh, yeah I think sometimes as an adult now I miss a bit of that carefreeness of childhood you know because you can live your life you don't have many responsibilities and 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 that ease and flow is is also about inner child you know reconnecting to that one oh exactly and just when you're saying that I was just thinking about sort of um in my life, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely am sort of there's still a child, a child in me because I will, you know, if there's a play park and there's a swing, I love a swing. I love a swing. And, you know, I have been known to sneak in there and have a swing. Um, and, you know, and my husband and I, we, we, we sometimes go and do things that are a bit more fun. And people look at us and go, but we're your children. We go, no, we just go and do it ourselves, You're which is kind of nice because he... He needs that too. Um, so the fact we go and do it together, then that that's quite nice. And now with our new puppy, I mean, when you're out with her, she's so curious about everything. So that exactly, as you said, that childhood curiosity, things that I would walk past and she's like, kind of like, she gets up on her little puff. There's a tiny wall. She'll get up and have a little nose around and see what's going on. She's quite really cute. And I'm kind of going, Taking her out now is starting to open my eyes to notice things, which is really nice. Yeah, that's gorgeous. And yes, swings and and doing the fun things. And 
I think we are so brought up so that you're an adult, you're not supposed to do this. Why not? Why not have fun and joy and play? You know, it's sort of, yeah, going on the swing or doing, maybe we call silly things, but if it opens your heart, if you enjoy it and if you're not disturbing anyone else or, you know, yeah. it's just, why not? Let your inner child have fun and remember. And that's what another thing is. What helps is remembering what you love to do as a child. Like, for example, yes, sitting on that swing. I could sit on the swing for hours, you know, and and do that. Maybe go back and at the beginning you might feel a bit intimidated as oh, how can I sit as an adult on this swing but go on that swing or whatever you love to do and do that and just remember how it felt like as a child and that's also a way of connecting to your inner child you just reminded me, I mean, something I used to love that when we did get snow, it wasn't very often, but when we did, we used to make a sledge out of um, corrugated iron with the rope on it. And we used to slide down. We had a really big hill that we used to slide down and loved that. We so loved that. We would be out all day and we'd come in. Your knitted mittens would be sodden, wet and stuff, but we'd loved it. And then when I lived in Switzerland in the mountains, one thing that I loved doing was sledging. Loved it. And I couldn't, the first time I did it, I was a bit nervous, a bit sort of like, oh. And as soon as I did it, I went, oh, I love this. I love this. And I have to say that was something that I used to do regularly in the mountains because it did, it, it just, I would laugh. I just would sit on it and hurtle down this, and I would laugh, I'd be laughing the whole way. Mm -hmm. So it is about reconnecting because it does make you feel good. And that joy feeds your heart and feeds your soul energy. Really important. Mm -hmm. Really important. Yeah. And definitely. And we can find so many ways to experience joy, but it's like, if you try and find it, it sort of escapes. <laughs> but be it, connect to your inner joy, do joyful things, play with your inner child. Remember what you were fond of when you were a child. And yeah, go sledging, go on the swing, whatever you love to do and enjoy and love and yeah just that i think that exhilaration you know of letting yeah. down the hill or all kinds of things are are truly healing and like you say it lifts up our heart and our soul and that's what life is all about isn't it it is and and you know everybody must have something i mean even if it's coloring in like you know some children love coloring in i i still do but to me it's a more meditational mindful thing that I will do um but it, you know at the end when you've created this beautiful colorful picture I mean it does make you feel good or you're crafting or 
you know, there's lots of different ways that you can reconnect with your your inner child. I mean, even reading, I went through a stage where I would read a lot of young adult books, fantasy, because I really enjoyed the fantasy aspect and they were very well done. And it didn't bother me that they weren't adult books. They weren't the, you know, books you're supposed to read. I just read them because I loved them. Exactly. Oh. Do more of what you love and 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 stop comparing or stop judging yourself because we always feel like you're not supposed to do that. But who is that holding, you know, <laughs> the judgment over us? It's ourselves and yeah read what you love to read and and it's just amazing how much reading or books can bring us and I remember when I read Christmas stories or childhood books with my kids they are so lovely so amazing and yeah, I'm afraid that sparkle. Yeah, that sparkle. I love that. Yes, because, yeah, for me, is the more you do that makes you happy, makes you joyful, your, soul, your heart and soul shines. And that's what we need in this world. We need more people who are shining um, and radiating that love and that wonderful, joyful energy. Yeah, definitely. The world needs that right now, everywhere. So if you can be that little sparkle, do it. Someone else's life, exactly. And sparkle for the world. And yeah. So about books. Books. Today is a great day. It's December 12th, 12th, 12th. And it's a new moon. And today our second book of heart and soul 10 ways to live a heart and soul led life is ready to download it's published it's out there yes. on amazon for you to get it's a beautiful ebook it's covering episode 11 to 20 of our heart and soul show yeah and it has extras, it has the blog posts, it has extra gifts, extra insights. And it's also a wonderful gift to give someone else. So get your copy for yourself and gift it to a friend to help her feel the sparkle, connect to the beautiful words and learn to love and nurture herself as well. Exactly, it's exactly. It's, a, it's the, as I say, the second book, another 10 exciting ways to learn to reconnect with your heart and soul. Um, I enjoy putting it together. Love the colorful covers that we have, the very floral um, design. And yes, it's out into the world today and it's only 1.99. So doesn't break the bank. Absolutely not. And it's a gift from the heart and the soul 
to someone's heart and soul as well. So we need more heart-led and soul-led people in this world and the world needs you, dear listeners and viewers. And why not share the heart and soul book with your loved ones? Exactly. Tune in. Tune into your heart and soul. It really, truly makes a difference. Yes, and it nurtures your inner child, you know. <laughs> Do you have anything more to share, gorgeous Janet? I don't think so. I think we've covered quite a lot. I mean, again, if you reach out to us, um, Caroline shares the details. You know, we're always here for you. And yeah, definitely the book is helpful. So this episode will be coming up in one of the future books as we continue with our Heart and Souls series. Exactly. I'm sending you so much love from my heart to yours. And love and light blessings to you from my soul. <laughs>